Hey everyone, welcome to Garden Fork today. An oatmeal whole wheat no knead bread made in our trusty Dutch oven here. Uh, we have a number of Dutch oven, Dutch oven and no knead recipes. Uh, the links are in the show notes below here. And hopefully the technology works at the end of the show as well. But cooking bread in the Dutch oven, uh, if you're a longtime fan, you'll know that I love doing this. Uh, I learned this recipe from a website called Breadtopia, who's run by a guy named Eric. So, a guy named Eric, and he makes bread, and he shares it with people. I like him already. I haven't met him. He's in Iowa, breadtopia.com. Go check that out, and thank him for this recipe. We're going to use, oh, wrong, there we go. We're going to use steel-cut oats. Um, I usually don't buy these, and I was like, oh, I remember those. Those come in that can. Steel-cut oats are not processed like rolled oats. Rolled oats are actually steamed and then rolled through some rollers like this, like that, rollers. Um, so you can have oatmeal. Steel cut oats usually take a lot longer to cook, so I don't really make them. But this appealed to me. Uh, one of the commenters on Eric's site suggested um, toasting the oatmeal, so we're going to do that. And we're going to do this, okay? I've recently become a fan of actually weighing out your flour rather than measuring it. Uh, we have another video about the pros and cons of that. No need secrets, basically. Uh, I think it's called five, five tips about no need bread. Anyway, the link is below. Weighing it, I mean, this is like 30 to $40 for a good home kitchen one. There's links below to buy it, of course, because that's what we do here. This is um, 30 to $40. Don't buy the cheap one because, you know, you get what you pay for. Uh, links to buy the one we like are in the show notes below. Um, but I've learned a lot about measuring, and I think the dough, the consistency of your bread dough, it's amazing the difference. Um, if you just kind of measure it out, one cup of flour can vary tremendously. And with a wet dough like this, that's a, it's always important to measure, and I'm a convert to that. So what to remember here with this oatmeal whole wheat bread is 10, 3, 3, okay? 10 ounces of bread flour, three ounces of whole wheat flour, and then three ounces of steel cut oats. Take your steel cut oats, toast them on a pan carefully. Um, they burn very quickly, learn from me. Um, toss them a couple times, put them in a, take them off the heat and get them out of the pan that you toasted them in. And it's like toasted oatmeal. That's good. I like this scale because you can pull this part out and then you can put a bigger bowl on here like that. And then we're gonna zero this out so the scale is set to zero so it's including the weight of the bowl in there, okay? So we're gonna go 10 ounces of bread flour. If you put too much in, you can just scoop it out a little bit at a time, and you, there you go, you go back to 10. It's like, it's really neat. I'm gonna put in three ounces of the whole wheat flour, so we're just gonna make this go up to 13. I've got my three ounces, which is a half cup, by the way, of the toasted steel cut oatmeal, and that's going to go in. Now I'm going to add in, oh, I forgot the yeast, important, all right, quarter teaspoon. This is an active dry yeast. Um, use what you got, but uh, I think this is a better one. I use a heaping quarter teaspoon in there. All right, a fork works well for this, a whisk works well. Mix all your dries together. All right, our dry ingredients are all mixed together. Now we're gonna put in our water. And the water is actually quite important. If you live in a city or you get your water from a municipality, 
it probably has some chlorine in it. So I would suggest, if you can remember, put the water out overnight. Um, that'll let the chlorine dissipate. Or you could use a little bottled water as well. Um, if you forgot, that's okay, just go ahead and use it. There is chlorine usually in the water and that kind of hinders the yeast process. So if you can remember to do it or pour it through one of those water filter pitchers, you know, that removes chlorine too. Uh, one and five eighths cup. So it's a little more than one and a half cups I found works really well when doing the measuring this way. Okay, this in here. Ideally this water is warm. I just felt that it, it kind of helps that yeast get a start. If the dough is looking kind of dry, uh, that is a red flag that you've got too much flour for the amount of water and you could put in a little bit more water. But again, I think measuring with the scale, with the digital scale, will eliminate that issue for you. It eliminated that issue for me. I just cover it with a, oh, that looks elegant, doesn't it? Um, I cover it with a shopping bag. You could cover it with plastic wrap if you want, but then just put this somewhere in your kitchen. Now, a couple things to think about here. Uh, a lot of the recipes say 18 hours for your uh, long rise, and I found that that doesn't apply a lot of the time. Something more like 12 hours in a relatively warm room does really well. How do you know it's done? Well, it's risen quite a bit. It has little holes in it, and it has, it gets kind of stringy. The gluten has started to develop. So if you look up here and see how we pull that, you see how it's kind of stringy like that? You see that stringiness? That means your dough is good. And we did it right, how unusual for me. I just use the countertop, it works for me. Get yourself one of these plastic dough scrapers. Uh, if you're buying a scale from our link, you can also buy a dough scraper, there's a link under there. Um, but it makes it really easy to get stuff out of bowls like this, especially when, you see that? That's a sign of the gluten working. A little on the top. And then, wow, that's wet. Do the best you can with this. Um, I just kind of thump it in the dough a little bit. And then I roll it, I turn it as I'm going clockwise and then I'm turning my hands under. It feels great. And then like that, that's a beautiful thing. Okay, nice round loaf, parchment paper in a bowl. Well, in the perfect world. You'll see what happens here, okay? Take this with the seam side down, the nice part of the ball facing up. Drop that into there, like that. Cover with a towel, about an hour. I preheated my oven to 500 degrees, and I put the Dutch oven and the lid in there. This is really hot, okay? Dust the top a little bit of flour. You can you can put little designs in the top. I just like to go with some scissors because this is deep in a bowl. I go like this, like this, and like that. So it's a little cross pattern there. Gather up the parchment and this drops nicely right in there. And then the lid goes on. It's okay if the parchment sticks out. It's not the end of the world. I'm gonna turn the oven down to 450. Half hour, okay? All right, half hour has gone by. Very hot, very careful, okay? Lid off. Oh, does that look great? <laughs> Put that back in there. Another 20 to 30 minutes. Oh, the light's off. All right. Who is this? 
Aww. All right, 15 minutes. Might be 20, it, you know, it depends on your oven, but that looks nice. So the parchment makes this really easy. Lift this out. That looks great. Look at that. How cool is that? Guess who likes bread? Toast is her favorite. Ready? You're gonna like this. Nice. All right, mouth is full. If you like this and what we're doing, hit the subscribe button or sign up for our email newsletter up there. And tell me what you think in the show notes below. Recipe is below there as well and the link to our other no need videos. Okay?